she's the original Scream Queen. <laughs> I find scary movies, I find them very soothing. Ah! Is yeah. that what it looks like? Mm-hmm. No! What percentage of claws have chlamydia? This movie's fucked up. Do you always have to see the monster? And welcome to Screams and Queens. I am Bree. And I am Megan. And this week, unfortunately, we watched the Vatican tapes. Yeah, I thought it was a different movie. I don't know what movie I thought it was, but it wasn't this. <laughs> yeah. Definitely never seen this before, and it was awful. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. See you guys next week. No. Um, yeah, I had never seen this movie either, so I was kind of excited to watch it, but then getting into it, it was like, but we'll get into that. So we'll start off with a brief movie summary. We will move into some fun facts, which I have a lot of them. Really? Um, yeah. Well, not... I guess we'll, we'll get there, but then we'll move into the fried take pyramid, talk more about the structure of the movie, talk about what scared us, what didn't scare us, and then lastly, play our little game, what would your strategy be? Okay, so brief movie summary, I just kind of like concocted this like, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. So, 27-year-old, first of all, did not think she looked 27. You think she looked older than 27? I thought she looked younger. Oh, really? I thought she was like 21. I feel like she looks mature to me, like... What the fuck is this? It's probably part of the carpet. Okay, side note, everyone. My husband's on a bachelor trip and <laughs> bachelor party trip, and I'm single dog, single parenting with my dogs this weekend, <laughs> and the puppy is on one. Yeah. She's like on crack right now. She finally calmed down a little bit. Like it was like a straight half hour of her just like zooming around and digging at the carpet and eating carpet and spinning in circles and attacking her sister and making growling noises so yeah. if you hear any weird noises it's not the demons we're not possessed yeah it's just juniper oh my god i'm just gonna pick that up <laughs> okay so anyway so 27 year old angela angela what the hell did i say angela gets possessed by a demon somehow and gets hospitalized thinking she's just sick but is in for a rude awakening when they bum, find bum, out bum. she is actually the Antichrist. <laughs> that escalated so fast. Yeah. Well, the whole movie was so just rushed. Yeah. Like, every the transition. was very weird. We're yeah. like, did this all happen in the same day? And then it was all of a sudden like two months later and you're like, what? <laughs> like, fun facts. I only have a few fun facts about the actual movie. And then I got into a deep dive on like exorcisms again. So... Uh, the okay, so 2015, it was uh, came out in 2015. It was American supernatural horror film, obviously directed by Mark Neveldine. <laughs> Neveldine, Neveldine, I think is how you pronounce it. It was intended to be structured like a found footage film. It, it was not. No, yeah, yeah. yeah not not a bit. No. Yeah. Do you hear the demons? Oh, they're under the table. They were wrestling. Yeah, the demons were wrestling. <laughs> Okay, we'll try this one more time. <laughs> it was intended to be structured as a found footage film, which it wasn't. I was expecting... So, okay, let's talk about uh, the found footage aspects of it. So you have 
the guy recording, the boyfriend recording her walking out to her birthday party. I didn't even think of that. I forgot that that But that was it, right? He didn't record her doing anything else. No, it was just the hospital videos. Yeah, which, yeah, and you mentioned, like, that's a HIPAA violation. Like, you can't it's have... unethical, yeah. Yeah. They Unless have... it's a psychiatric hospital, but I don't even know then if you could, because you still have to, like, in your room, so when they have you undress, obviously, like, if they come in and undress you, like, they're doing things, like, they're wiping your butt or whatever, like, I think they probably don't have cameras in the hospital room, so that's a uh, plot hole. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have suspended disbelief when it's just stupid yeah or it's like something like paranormal activity like you know it kind of gets a bad rap but i think it's really well done i mean at least the first through three you know because the found footage is you have these security cameras around the house and it's just like a, it's a smart way to go about it because i would believe that like i would believe security cameras versus like a security camera in a hospital room so i also don't like when they use like um obviously good like recording cameras mm-hmm. but then want it to be like found footage yeah you know whereas paranormal activity i feel like had that like fuzzy yeah look where it looked like it's not like high quality cameras yeah it looked like it was like a movie like right. high quality movie quality camera and you're like well if it's actually like if they actually have security cameras in a hospital probably gonna be really they don't quality. have that budget to have that kind of camera in their hot like in every hospital room like, right Unless it was just a very, you know, you know, profitable hospital. I don't know. But so speaking of budget, it was about, I, I saw different numbers, but what I found the most was it was about an $8 million budget and it made $13 million. So they profited. Yeah. Not great. That's shocking that they did profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the movie was trash. It's How been- did it cost them $8 million? I could have filmed that. I literally yeah. said, Brie, this feels like something I would have filmed in high school trying to make a scary movie. You know what it was? Probably the actors. That's true. There were like big name actors. Yeah. The budget was literally the, for acti- the acting. Yeah, for the paycheck not for the, for the Not for the script writing or the no, special not, effects. Absolutely not. It was for the actors, which is what we'll move into right now. So Olivia Taylor Dudley, she was... Love her. Uh, yeah, she's, and she's beautiful too. Like Her acting in this was not no. my fave, but I do really like her. I think she's cute. Yeah. Uh, she, so she was in The Magicians, Chernobyl Diaries, NCIS, among other things, but this, those are some big name things she's in. I was just going to say, I love The Magicians and everyone should give it a watch. Mm-hmm. It's a show that was on sci-fi and then it got canceled because that's what sci-fi does. They make it to five seasons and then they cancel the show because they don't want to have to pay the actors more. <laughs> yeah. It's literally consistent. Um, that's what happened with like The Expanse and maybe Winona Ryder too, but she plays Alice. And it's a really good show. And I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Because I think you told me about it and then somebody else told me to watch it. It's like Narnia. If Narnia was like real and someone had written books about it. Okay. Um, but like adult as fuck. Mm. It's really interesting. I liked it yeah. quite a bit. Okay, so next we have Michael Peña, who was in uh, La Llorona, which is part of actually the Conjuring franchise. Among other things, too, he was in, what was the other one that you said he was in? He was in the Ant-Man franchise. Franchise, wow, series. Yeah, he was in the Ant-Man. And so he's kind of a big name guy. He normally (laughs) plays comedic roles, so I feel like, so... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's in La Llorona, he was... I think he was the priest as well in La Llorona. The priest or the dad or something. Oh, man. To get typecast. <laughs> yeah. Just to be Forever a priest in really shitty movies. Because La Llorona was super shitty, too. So, then we have Dijon Mustard. No. 
Um, J-Man Hansu, I think is how, uh, or Jaiman, Jaiman Hansu, I think is how you pronounce his name, but he's from Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, Gladiator, A Quiet Place, Legends of Tarzan, Oh yeah, he was in things. Quiet Place too. I haven't seen it yet. I'd Me like either. to watch. Really? Mm-mm. We should do those movies. Yeah. Quiet I loved Place. Quiet Place. I did like it. I thought, I thought that was really well done. John Krasinski is so hot. And I love that he like directed it and mm-hmm. his wife was his wife in the movie. And I'm like, oh. It's so, so cute. cute, the whole fam. Yeah, and the so girl cute. in it is actually deaf and was teaching the, the I thought you were going to say dead. And I'm oh, like, no. oh my god, what happened? <laughs> yeah. It's The monsters, yeah. No, she was actually deaf and then was, I guess, was teaching like the cast and stuff sign language. So I thought that was cool. That's cute. And then you have, I'm going to butcher his last name, but John Patrick Amadori. He was Pete. The boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say he looked familiar? Yeah. And so I looked it up. He's in Law and Order, Criminal Minds. What I did recognize him from, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Who does he play? I one of the One of the exes? I think he was maybe one of the exes, but I don't I feel like we really need to watch remember. that, not for the pod. Just yeah. Because we're, just weren't because we talking about that recently? It's a great movie. I think that's just a great What's movie. What's his name? Uh, John Patrick A-M-E-D-O-R-I. Oh, yeah. That, what is that? What is your ethnicity, sir? It's an interesting last name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like Italian or something. It doesn't... He was in Gossip Girl? Oh, yeah. Gossip Girl is another one that I saw that he was in. Yeah, so just like kind of these... Oh, and then... um. So lastly, while you're looking that up, Kathleen Robertson was the therapist or the psychiatrist. She was hot. She was. Yeah. And I was like, I recognize her. So she's from Scary Movie 2 and Bates Motel, among other what? things, but two big name things. So you have these big name actors in this terrible movie. And so that must have been where the $8 million budget came from, which is paying these people to be in the movie. Yeah. It definitely wasn't the script. So that's all of the fun facts I have about the movie. But I, since it's the Vatican tapes, I decided to do a little bit of research on the Vatican and their process of exorcisms, all that good stuff. So TARDIS, TARDIN, starting in 2005. 2005? I know, I know. Well, I was going to say 20, but then I realized it was 2005, not 2005. So starting in 2005, the, the Vatican offers a course on exorcism. It's called Exorcism and Prayer of Liberation. How much does it cost? Can we take the class? It's one week long, and it's $370. That's not that expensive. I know. Do we go to the Vatican for this class? But I think you'd be a priest. Yeah. Can I, like, you can (laughs) buy fake, like, service dog certifications online. Can I be a fake (laughs) fake priestess? Well, I wonder if you can just go online and be, you know how you could just, like, go online and be a minister Mm. all of a sudden? Get ordained. I feel like the Catholic Church is a little more particular. (laughs) Yeah, you have to go through the whole fucking vow of everything. Oh, my God, you should get ordained. I would, like, love to get remarried. Not, like, remarried to a different person. Yeah, and you should marry me and Zach. We'll do a vow renewal and you can... Marry us. <laughs> Does it count if I don't really believe in it? Um, Anyone can get ordained. It's not like a religious thing. It's a hey, you have the right to sign off oh, on a marriage true. license. I should just be a. I should actually just be a captain of a ship. That'd be cooler, and then I can marry you guys again. A captain of a ship can marry people. That makes sense because Zach and I were watching Below Deck Med, and Captain Sandy married this couple on the boat, and I'm like. Is she qualified? Yeah, I don't. Give, she, I don't know what gives them the qualifications to do it, but well, if people you are can. stuck out at sea, they don't have access to an ordained minister. <laughs> yeah, and you're going down, and you're just like, I just want to get married, and there you go. 
Okay. So, it's so funny. I literally, Zach and I had that conversation last week. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Isn't that weird how things happen? So as many as 250 priests from 50 countries, this is basically what happens. Like, uh, or recently this will happen. I'm not sure when it was. Like 2015 or 2020. I can't remember. But they arrived in Rome to learn how to identify demonic possession and to also hear personal accounts from real priests that have apparently performed exorcisms. So it's a whole thing. Apparently, there's been a growing demand for exorcists. <laughs> I don't know. Half a million people right now are reportedly seeking exorcisms every year in Italy. and Just Italy? Yeah. But my theory is that, like, it's probably because it's right there. Right. And you're, like, manifesting it almost. Like, cause yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, if my friend gets, like, a new car, I get a new car, I start seeing that car everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, that car is, like, so popular. Mm-hmm. Like, But it's just because I never notice it. Or if you meet somebody, like, in high school or college or whatever, you meet somebody, and then you start seeing them everywhere. And you're like, I see you everywhere now. But it's probably, like, you you did what's, see them before. You what's the it. scientific word for that phenomenon? I don't know. I can Shit. try to look it up. How do I would even describe that? Phenomenon. Menon foreseen something everywhere. It is called the Bader Meinhof phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon where something you recently learned suddenly appears everywhere, also called frequency bias or illusion. The Bader Meinhof phenomenon is the seeming appearance of a newly learned or paid attention to concept in unexpected places. Like you learn a new vocab word and then you hear it like hear 60 it times. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Like maybe the same thing happens in Italy where people like are hearing about it, seeing it or close to the Vatican. Well, what like percentage of the population is Catholic? Is it like a superstitious thing? Like they're more superstitious than we are here? Because I feel like atheism and agnosticism. What was if you're an agnostic, what is your ism for that guys i'm a little tipsy so agnostic agnosticism i don't know i feel like that's that's growing in our country as the percentage of our population grows up to be cynical as fuck and we're all like we don't believe in nothing 81.7 percent. So in the spring of 2016, the Pew Research Center found that 81.7 percent of the population of Italy was affiliated with the Catholic Church. Out of a Christian population of 85.1 percent, non-religious people compromised the 11.6 percent and then and were divided in atheists, 3.1 percent, agnostics, 2.5 percent. What if there's something else? says nothing in particular is like what if they're polytheistic or polytheism or whatever they have a pantheon of gods what percentage what percentage of italy worships the ancient pantheon (laughs) yeah i'm not sure i can't find it i see 71 or 74 percent of italians believe there is a god 16 percent believe there is some sort of spirit or life force and 6% do not believe there is any sort of spirit, God, or life force. I feel like that's a pretty big population of religious people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, a pretty big deal. Which would make sense that a half a million people think that they're possessed. Yeah, because they believe in it. They're more superstitious. Mm-hmm. And maybe they are because they're more susceptible to it. Because as we've learned in the exorcism series, the more religious you are, the more susceptible you are to get possessed. But now it seems like it's more dangerous to be religious. <laughs> Well, or like, I don't know, it just seems like Catholicism and Christianity is what leads to possessions. You don't see someone who's Hindu start speaking Aramaic and thinking Mm -hmm. they're possessed by the Antichrist. Okay, so since the demand is growing, some diocese 
they've created their own courses, like in Sicily they did, which is still Italy, but I don't know how far that is from Rome. I'm, I have no reference of what. Do you have a, do you have a map? No, I just... Oh. She's crunching on something. Oh, the dogs. Okay, I was like, I thought you were about to bring a, a map of Italy out. No. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Sicily and then... Let me pull out my atlas. <laughs> yeah. This is where Sicily my is. My globe. <laughs> my ruler. And then also in Chicago. So, pretty close. We could go get exercised and or go get a course on exorcism in Chicago. Interesting that it's Chicago and not like... Salem or mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's not like Catholic. Like a more but spiritual yeah, like, like, area. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, you know, religious. I guess I could look that up. Philadelphia uh, and Chicago tie as second most Catholic city in the U.S. with 33%. Who's the most? Mm. <laughs> they don't tell you. <laughs> no, it's weird that they only tell me the first one. Okay, so... Vatican City, isn't that? Not America. Yeah, in which city in the U.S. has the highest? Let's see. We have New York City. One of the three U.S. cities Pope Francis will visit. Oh, this is in 2015. We'll visit this week. Is a three? Okay, apparently a three-way tie now. Oh, between Boston, New York, and Pittsburgh. You're like, no. I had Philadelphia, Chicago, and New York. I don't fucking know. <laughs> they lied to us. Yeah. Because it says in Boston, New York, and Pittsburgh, 36% of residents say they're Catholic. Where's the largest Catholic church? Washington, D.C. Which ranked the largest religious groups in 30 major U.S. metropolitan areas. Philadelphia is listed on here. And, yeah, Philadelphia. And D.C. But it's also yeah. it's also saying where Pope Francis visits. And I'm like, that's yeah. not relevant. Just because he goes there doesn't mean that... Oh, okay. Boston, New York, Pittsburgh, then Chicago and Philadelphia tie for second, then Los Angeles and Miami tie for third, then Las Vegas and Minneapolis. Those are very, I'm surprised by that. Well, I guess if you And the percentages about- don't change very much. Boston, New York, and Pittsburgh are 36, but Chicago and Philadelphia are 33, and then LA and Miami are 31. I'm surprised LA and Miami are higher because it has like a larger Hispanic population. I, I was think. just wondering so, if that, yeah, it makes the difference. Columbus, we're number eight, and Cincinnati's nine. Oh my God, Cleveland's seven. Ties, three way ties for seven with Detroit and Houston. Well, Ohio is also like a big Republican state. So I think like maybe that's, maybe that's um, more where kind of the Catholic comes from. I thought they were sure. more waspy, not yeah. Catholic. Okay, well, interesting. Yeah, sorry, tangent, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so the process of an exorcism, according to, like, the Vatican, Father Thomas, whoever the fuck that is, apparently he's some important guy, Father Thomas works with a team of doctors, psychologists, and psychiatrists who are all practicing Catholics to rule out any other cause other than demonic possession. That's good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that's dope because, like, we're like, wow, these people are so mentally ill. Every mm-hmm. time we're watching someone be possessed, I'm like, oh, man, they... Call a doctor and they're they like... They need their drugs. Yeah. And then an exorcism is apparently the very last resort. So they try to go through all, everything else before they get to the exorcism, which I thought... I didn't know that. So I thought that was cool. So this is what happens. I don't think they give too much information just so people just can't try to perform an exorcism by themselves. So this is what happens. The priest wears an embroidered white tunic called a surplice. I think it's surplice with a purple stole, which is the thing you like the, 
not rope, but whatever. <laughs> the thing they have around their neck. It's like a fancy scarf. Yeah, basically. The possessed person may be bound and holy water should be used. The priest makes bound. the sign. <laughs> the priest makes the sign of the cross on the person several times throughout the exorcism. The priest calls on saints, prays, and reads excerpts from the Bible in which Jesus drives out demons. He asks the demons to yield to God and depart as many times as necessary. <laughs> then when he thinks it's over and it worked, he prays to God to prevent the evil spirit from bothering the person oh, again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, mm. being preventative. Yeah. Taking preventative action. He's like, get the fuck out of here, demon. Well, well, I wonder like what the chances are if someone was possessed mm-hmm. and they went through an exorcism and the demon was exorcised. What are their chances of repossession? Not by the right. same demon, but are they more susceptible to be possessed by another demon because their body is so vulnerable? Yeah. Is there some kind of like portal that is now open yeah. forever that just allows demons to come You're in You're now and out? a demon slut. Yeah, yeah. Or is it like one and done? Like you have the chicken pox one time and you can't get it again. I mean, Ooh. is it the chicken pox or is it, I don't know, what can you get again? The flu, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so most recently, I don't know about most recently, but most recently I could find, in October 2020 in Portland, Oregon, Archbishop Alexander Sample led a procession of more than 200 people, offered a prayer, and then did an exercise, exercise, exorcism. (laughs) aerobics. (laughs) Yeah, he did a boot camp. (laughs) Did an exorcism intended to purge the city of evil, because you know what was happening They did a mass exorcism? Apparently did an, an exorcism when all that shit was going out in Portland. Yeah. I didn't even know such a thing could exist. They were like, expel these demons. <laughs> I feel like that's like really optimistic. What's the word? Um, overestimating their abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the population of this city? It takes like five priests to exercise one possessed person. Like, Yeah. They think one archbishop can exercise a whole city, but he tried. I don't know if it got any better, but, I mean, I haven't heard anything, so I don't know. Okay, so we also learn that Angela is the Antichrist, and so I looked up some... Spoiler. Fun- yeah, oh yeah, sorry, spoiler. You learned that really early on. Not just but- possessed, but she is the Antichrist. It's in her blood. In her blood. So the Antichrist, it only says son where I looked, but I'm going to, you know, be... <laughs> equal opportunity. Yeah, equal opportunity for anybody can be the Antichrist. <laughs> Even you. So he is the son or daughter, apparently, of Satan. He or she would be born an apparent virgin, but is actually a whore, which we learn it said whore on the website. But and so we learn that the mom of the of Angela was a prostitute. She was a hoe. So then she died or I missed that part. Did she die? Did she leave? Shit. I wasn't paying attention either. I They're wasn't like either. he's like, yeah. She was she was, he didn't say prostitute. She was a call girl, but I wasn't a client. We just had this connection. And then I left to go to Japan. Because like he's a pilot. Like, he's and then she's like here. and then he's like, she called me and said she was pregnant and then she wanted an abortion. And then the oh. next thing I know, she like left the baby with somebody and took off, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't paying attention after that. I was like enthralled and then I'm like, what? Yeah, I was on my phone half the time. I'm like, fuck this movie. This movie's so dumb. It was bad. Yeah. And then apparently, which I knew, like, 
Trump was accused of being the, the Antichrist, but past popes and presidents have been accused. I'm sure there's been more. I, I know Obama was accused of Obama it. Obama was like, hella accused of being the Antichrist. Yeah. So they're just like dependent upon... Trump would be too obvious. Yeah. And apparently there are not. there's not just one Antichrist, what? but many. That I did not know. That's, yeah. So, fuck. Every country's got their own antichrist. Yeah, this thing is like, I guess they could be anywhere if that's true. Okay, so that's all the fun facts I have. So let's move into... Well, yeah, that was my question, because I'm like, okay, if she got possessed, can you get be... <laughs> can you be possessed by an antichrist? Or you're born the, so you're born the antichrist, so she was nice her whole life and then suddenly became the antichrist? Apparently it, when she turned 27, that was it. Did she manifest her antichrist mental illness <laughs> well isn't the trope like when you turn 18 is when like if you were uh, i don't know if you were if your Satan's parents like had, oh she's a minor i'm not gonna fuck yeah with he's like you know what no i'm not gonna do that but so if your parents like made a deal with the devil and said like, you oh yeah first they come born, take you isn't yeah it like when you're 18 i don't know i thought that was the trope and so 27 is such a weird age for yeah. her to like for that to like you know t- come into fruition <laughs> so apparently 27 is the antichrist age that it actually comes out but she said it felt like people were fighting over her body so like this so she's 50 percent satan with her mom being a hoe and then 50 mm-hmm. percent her dad so like could she have won or would she have always ended up losing mm. herself to be the antichrist that's interesting because it's not like she was always evil mm-hmm. you know it made me think of so do you ever watch south park Unfortunately, I did see some. <laughs> okay. There's this one episode where I forget who it is. It might be, I forget who it is. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. But he, there's this episode where he finds out there's a bunch of like living organisms that make up him, and he's like, "I'm not me. I am just all these little bugs inside of me." And that made me think of it. It's like, holy shit, you're not you. You're just made up of like little organisms and little bugs. So it's like, what part of you is actually you, and what part of you is just little bugs? So maybe she was. That was kind of synonymous with the whole demon idea. You say that and laugh, but I get like existential crisis, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not a human. Mm-hmm. I'm just a bunch of meat parts. Yeah. That like, if one stops working, then I die. Yeah. Like, it just freaks me out. Well, I had an x-ray the other day, and I was like, and I looked at it, I was like, oh my god, I forgot I'm a skeleton. Like, you, you forget that bones. you're, yeah, you forget that you're this mortal being like, that can die at any point. You're so fragile. I don't mind watching surgery videos sometimes, but I had like a ultrasound down in my heart, and I'm like, oh, it was yeah. so gross watching it move, and like the little flappy flaps, I'm like... How does this work? Right. Like, how does all of our shit just work? Yeah. You know? And it's crazy to think about, like... They all work together, all these different organs that do different things, and if one thing's out of whack, like, it's just wild to me. If one thing's out of whack, or one thing just decides to stop doing what it's supposed to do, and you're like, that's scary. Yeah, it's like moving parts, you know? Yeah, literally. We're not one being. We're a bunch of little things. (laughs) Yeah. Do you hear the demons? Yeah, the dogs are wrestling. Oh my gosh, look at... Juniper's just chewing on Lily's face on my feet. Okay, so we'll move into the actual structure of the movie using the fried tag pyramid. So as a reminder for everybody, 
We have... What's a fry tag? That's a person, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what his fucking name was. Uh, fry... I should know. I did know at one point, because I was an English major in creative Mr. writing. Mr. Frytag. But, yeah, Mr. Frytag. <laughs> so, yeah, he basically just made, like... Or not... He didn't make it, obviously, but he, he constructed, like, the pyramid, saying, like, this is how story structure should work. But, obviously, we all know that kind of Shakespeare did that. <laughs> well, no. It was way before that, but whatever, you know, Shakespeare's kind of the iconic guy that did that. So we have the catalyst, exposition, rising action, climax, uh, falling, what the fuck is it called? I don't know, whatever, resolution. <laughs> there we go. So we start kind of in, when we talked about this, I think it was the last movie where we start kind of in immediate rest where we have, we start at the point where these two priests are watching this video of Angela, the alleged possessed girl, and they're like, what are we looking for? The Antichrist. Yeah, like, they immediately assume she was possessed with the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And, like, what like what boxes do you check that you're not just a demon, that you're the Antichrist? Like, right. that's, like, a pretty big assumption. It's presumptuous yeah. to assume that the person is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty bold statement to say, like, you're the Antichrist. Like, you better be, like... A hundred percent sure that that person is the Antichrist before you start to throw around accusations. And then what do you even do? How do you handle the Antichrist? They don't right. even say that. Apparently, they're... you can't do anything. I don't know. Well, apparently, okay. So this is what I've been reading about the not been reading, but this is what I read about the Antichrist is that he, she, whatever it is here for seven years total. The first three and a half years, it's like this healer, which we kind of see. Spoiler alert! Towards the end, which we'll get to that. But kind of like this healers doing good things. People are worshiping them. Um, kind of this icon. And then the last three and a half years, they start wreaking havoc. Wreaking havoc, yeah. But then apparently they're defeated at the end. But that also contradicts Revelations, right? Because at the end, the world ends. Right? Isn't that how Revelations ends? Is that like we're all like, what is it? The rapture? rapture yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I used to be really familiar with Revelations because I went to a Catholic school for 10 years. Anyway, so that's that's what I read. But so they're accusing immediately of they're thinking this girl is the Can antichrist. You, like, kill the antichrist as a child to prevent them from being the antichrist. Well, that's that's the idea like, of the omen, and then also Rosemary's Baby. I watched the remake with Zoe Saldana. That she was in that, right? The the omen. Or no, Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know. That it was like a TV know. special. Oh really? I didn't uh-huh. even know there was a remake. I would love to watch it. I love Rosemary's Baby. I don't even remember how it ended, though. I feel like she was kind of like, ooh, the devil at the end. like. Yeah, well, that's what happens in the okay. movie. Like, they, she realizes, like, oh, my gosh, I was being gassed the whole time, and I actually birthed the Antichrist, and she wants to, like, kill this baby, but then she sees the baby, and it's her baby, so right. she, she's, it ends up being its mother. So she's just like, fuck it, I guess. Who cares? I'll just raise the Antichrist. Can you so. kill a baby, though? Like, can anyone bring themselves to actually kill a baby, even if it is... I mean, if it had hooves, probably. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. It's like a goat. <laughs> yeah. What's that one movie where they're doing the ultrasound on the woman, and the nurse, like, passes out because she sees the hooves? Oh, my God. What is that fucking movie? I can picture it in my head right now, and it's like... And then she had to go see the nurse and be like... What did you see in the ultrasound? And she's like, I saw hooves and horns or something. I think it's a semi-newer movie. Obviously, it's like a possession movie. And the woman is pregnant. 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 <laughs> she's pregnant. 
What do do to do if I'm prognot with the Antichrist? Devils do. That makes sense. Devils do? That's not what I'm thinking of. Oh, maybe not. It's more of a mainstream movie. This one was mainstream. Oh. I, th- I think I saw it It in definitely theaters. wasn't that because I don't know what that is. I can't... I'll, maybe I'll think of it. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. Anyway, so... Ten horror movies no pregnant woman should watch. Maybe it's on that list. Oh, yeah. You said it was recent? It's semi. I mean, not like... Like, you know, probably in the past, like, five years. Oh, okay. I would think. There's Hungry Hearts. Nope, don't know Devils Do, Prevenge. No. Still Slash Born. It might be that. That one was, like, really... No. That's not... I would know it. If you said the title, I would know it. Oh, those those were it. Those were the only recent oh, movies. okay. Well... You sure? <laughs> There's one movie called Demon Baby. Demon Baby. Maybe it's that. No, I can't... I can picture it right now where she's literally... Or is it... No, it's not a movie. It's American Horror Story. Connie Britton. Yeah. She's season having, one. Yes. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, she's having the ultrasound. Uh, murder house. Murder house. Yeah. So she was having the ultrasound because she's pregnant because she is pregnant with the Antichrist. And okay, Evan Peters in the rubber suit looked nothing like her husband. Right. It was a completely different height and stature. She's like, oh, come get me, husband. But it totally wasn't her husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't assume I was pregnant with the Antichrist, but I would yeah, definitely yeah. assume I just Bold had assumption. sex with someone who wasn't my husband. <laughs> yeah, they put on the rubber suit. I mean, it's a big house. Like, I'm sure you can get in easily. Okay, so back to the movie. We are introduced to this, you know, Angela and the stereotypical overprotective dad, Raj. Roger, but the boyfriend tries to call him Raj. And he's like, you better not bring any boyfriends home. That, that Pete guy, I don't like that guy, Pete. And it's like, it just like. such a trope. I'm yeah, just, just not... a stereotypical, like, I'm going to bring my shotgun to prom and what the fuck ever. And then Angela, so it's her 27th birthday party. It's a surprise. She cuts her finger and then there's blood all over the cake. Move your finger. That, First of all, I don't know how you cut yourself that bad when you're cutting cake. You, yeah. You, where should it was you, like, your finger shouldn't be by yeah. the knife when you're cutting cake unless it's like ice cream cake and it's like really firm and you need to like grip it. And then she cuts the cake, and then because she cuts herself a balloon pops, I'm like, oh, that's a sign. The but demon, then, yeah. instead of moving her finger, she literally just bleeds out on top of the cake and ruins it for everyone. Yeah. And I, that upset me. She's like, more. if I can't have my cake, no one can. Yeah. It's my birthday. That upset me more than anything else in this movie. That there was blood on the, like, move your finger. She was holding her finger over the cake, and you just see blood dripping on it. I'm like, Move your finger so everyone else can at least enjoy it. Yeah, you go to the hospital and everyone else can get drunk and eat your cake. Yeah, like you'll be back. Anyway, so the signs apparently that she, the early signs that she's possessed, she's mean. Oh. She's thirsty. She kept chugging bottles of water. We're like, oh girl, thirsty. I'm like, I chug bottles of water like that. Am I possessed? Am I the Antichrist? Like, but yeah, so she was mean on the bus. She was like, move out of my way. And Pete's like, her boyfriend's like, this is weird. She's never mean. Yeah, and she's chugging water. She drinks more water when they get home. She acts weird and all sexual while her dad's and there. And acts drunk. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Angela, stop. Your dad. Oh. And then she passes out. They think she's dead. <laughs> she... I feel like that's not normal, like, possession yeah. symptoms. No. There's also the bus scene with the, the bird. She, oh, yeah. They're riding that. on a bus home from the hospital i think or yeah. dinner or something because the dad who's a pilot needed to take a three-hour conference call I'm like i don't <laughs> yeah. think that's something pilots about planes. do <laughs> yeah. about these planes. i don't know what they do but they're riding the bus and a fucking i thought it was a crow but apparently it was a raven uh flew into the window and then 
flew away and then another one flies through the, the one of the bus and the bus starts like crashing and then bird like flies and like knuckle touches her right where she caught her finger and then yeah. flies away yeah or like dies yeah he's like fist pump bro so yeah i'm like why is there so anti-christ <laughs> yeah he's like uh, tagging her into like a double what is it, double team for like wrestling tag team <laughs> he wrestling her out. yeah he's like, he's like i've had enough your tag. turn <laughs> yeah so she goes to the hospital or something. They they went to the hospital so many times I can't keep it straight. She's like she went to the hospital she's for like, her I finger. don't like doctors. I've never been to the doctor before. Yeah, I'm since like, I was born. But the thing is, like, neither have I really. Like, oh my god, I, I went to the go. ER four times this past right? year. Yeah. Well, I just like I'm always like, it'll pass. <laughs> like if I die, I die. Yeah, it was my time. It'll pass. Like, I never go to the doctor. Okay. So, sometime where she's in the hospital, her boyfriend brings her flowers. They're dead because we all know demons hate flowers. <laughs> They're like fucking floral <laughs> Yeah. And then the dad just scoffs at the boyfriend and thinks he's just a shitty boyfriend and got yeah. crap flowers. And I'm like, aw, pee. Well, it's like your fault that your daughter's a fucking antichrist. Right, yeah. You shouldn't have Raj. slept with that call girl who yeah. you had a connection with that wasn't, you weren't a client of. Right. He had to specify that i wasn't paying her yeah so i love how he's like so fucking judgy that mm-hmm. she was living with her boyfriend in sin but he literally you fucked, fucked a call prostitute. girl <laughs> yeah don't like, judge me for living with my boyfriend who i am you know committed to yeah who has monogamous. a good job yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what he does but i'm assuming <laughs> we're like he's so motivated yeah. he has aspirations he could afford flowers like okay so Again, for the third time, she's back in the hospital because she causes a car accident. That was so weird, too. Yeah. She they like, were... Yeah. Why did they put her in the front seat? She <laughs> was just in the hospital. They were in a cab after she was... Why did they go back the I second forget. time? Oh, because Who she cares? passed out and was, like, dead, and she's like, I came back. Oh, yeah. And I so, came back, yeah. Yeah. They didn't ever explain that. Sorry, the dog's barking. And so they're in a cab, and it's some just, like, normal cab driver, and they have... What's her name? A... Angela. I'm like Olivia. And then I almost said Alice, but those are all her different different character names. Angela was in the front seat and dad boyfriend in the back seat. And then they're just driving and they're like bickering, saying like, this is malpractice that you passed out from drugs. And yeah. she starts getting like grumpy. And then she just goes, Wah! and just like grabs the steering wheel and starts growling and just flips the fucking cab. Yeah. It was so dramatic. And I'm like, do possessed people just like... Hate cars. <laughs> they, they hate, hate flowers. They hate cars. cars. They're thirsty. They're like, we need to fucking crash this car right yeah. now. Fuck these cabs. I hate cabs. I hate traffic. <laughs> and then she ended up in a coma for two months. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's in a hospital. And then it, no it went to a activity. scene. And they're like, it's been two months, doctor. And you're like, two months? It was, yeah. What? There was like, There was a meeting happening with like people at the hospital. And then the hospital priests were like, why is he being involved in her medical decisions? Yeah. And then you find out it was two months later. And they're like, we got to pull the She's been in a coma on life support. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like the, it, this was, this movie was just trash. Like the transitions <laughs> so were terrible. Confused. Yeah. It, the whole thing was just, it was really rushed. It was really weird. Okay. So she's in a coma for two months. All of a sudden, she wakes up from her coma. She tries to drown a baby. And the thing, okay, the thing about this is, so exposition is typically like, you know, word explanation, but like, you can also have where it's like, I'm not telling you because you know, but the listeners where you could uh, have something like really in your face. So for example, there was this stupid exposition 
where she has this baby unattended in the nursery. Where the fuck are the... Oh, they said that the door was locked. Why wasn't anyone trying to get in? Why was anyone the, like, Why if the baby chokes on its vomit? Yeah. Like, or shits all over the place. Like, you don't leave the babies unattended. I right. don't... I don't know. But yeah, and the doors This was locked. a bad hospital. First yeah. of all, they had camera in her room. Yeah. And they had a bunch of babies in the nursery. I don't know what, what, it wasn't the NICU. The maternity leave, or not maternity leave. Maternity <laughs> ward. <laughs> maternity it was just ward. a bunch of, no, it was a bunch of babies in like the little cradles. Mm-hmm. Unattended. There were no fucking nurses. And she just walks in, picks up a baby and starts trying to drown it. Yeah. And I'm like, where are all the nurses? Yeah. How did she get out of her room and just find Nobody, the maternity yeah. ward and babies? Like, is this a small hospital where it's all next to each other? Like, right. all went so fucking confusing when mm-hmm. I had to go. I was seeing a cardiologist in the hospital. And, like, I had to go into the hospital to find them. And it was in a hospital within the hospital. And I got fucking lost. I parked in the wrong building and had to go <laughs> over, like, bridges. And I needed directions. It's real. Hospitals are confusing. It's especially because like they start like with one little small hospital and then they add on and so it doesn't make logistic logistic sense. So yeah. like, how the fuck did she find the babies? Right. Her little Satan the, the raven demon. Yeah, they had like a radar. <laughs> babies. And so, no one stopped her. Hey, ma'am, are you yeah. okay? And like, yeah, like you're in a hospital gown and you were just in a coma for two months. How are you even strong enough to walk? That's so true. Like, yeah, because you even mentioned therapy. that. My right. dad was on a ventilator with COVID for 47 days and lost 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. This girl was on a, on, or like on, in a coma for 40 days and didn't lose any weight and had the strength to get up and yeah, sprint. She, she ran away from the, the nurses that were trying to chase her down. She was sprinting yeah. down the hallway. I guess the Antichrist just has more strength than normal yeah, humans stamina do. and yeah. or whatever the hospital was feeding her with their feeding tube. That demon gym, man. Yeah. <laughs> she was swole. But so, yeah, the exposition kind of came in when she grabs the baby. There's this little baby tub, and on it is a drowning hazard, and it, like, zooms in. And it's like, we obviously know she's going to try to drown the baby. Why do you have to zoom in and be like, hey, hey. We're going to, she's going to, oh no, she's going to drown the baby. Oh, did you get it? Do you get it? Well, we did suspect she was going to weigh the baby at first. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, like because it was a scale. It was a scale. It was like, I was like, you're like, what is she doing? I'm like, she's going to weigh the baby? Like, I don't, she's going to eat it. If I'm going to sacrifice this baby, I need to make sure, (laughs) I need to log log the calories. I need to make sure how much it weighs. How many ounces is this baby? Yeah, how much protein is in this baby? I'm tracking my macros. Yeah, so... Anyway, so it's just like, it's like, do you, do you understand that she's trying to drown it? Look. So I was just like, okay. And there was kind of a lot of that throughout, but that was a big one. And then finally, somehow people knew that there was a baby in danger and they set off the alarm. Yeah. Does that, do hospitals even do that? Well, there was a camera. So apparently they were like, oh shit. Like somebody finally fucking noticed. Yeah. 10 minutes later. Well, like it was so funny that the boyfriend was joke not joking. He was talking to the dad about suing the hospital for malpractice, but the hospital seemed pretty fucking neglectful. Yeah. There were some serious issues. There are like HIPAA compliance issues yeah. and infants in danger. And I will say like obviously we're not supposed to focus on that because it's just like we're supposed to just believe it. But obviously, That's like... That's not how hospitals yeah, work. Yeah. Obviously, we're like, no, this is not believable. Maybe this is there not was some, like, third all. world country or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, hospitals... Los, it's, it's, it was in Los Angeles. Hospitals like, take lawsuits seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, compliance is a big deal. So, yeah. that shit wouldn't fly. Yeah. Plot hole. So, 
It just like it just, yeah, not the fact that she was the Antichrist, but yeah. the fact that the hospital wasn't realistic. Was negligent, yeah. And I think it just takes all credibility away from the movie when you have shit like that. When it's just like, why do that? What is the point of you trying to drown this baby? We get it. Like, I think it was in there Morse exposition. Like, she's evil. Yeah. She's going to kill a baby. Although, like, I thought it was more jarring when she made the cop stab himself in the eyeballs with yeah. random light bulbs he found in yeah. nowhere. Like, he was like, he's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's literally, like, basically the next scene is he's like, why did you do it? What happened? And she, like, dislocates her shoulder and points behind her to this raven at the window. And he's like, hmm. And then finds two light bulbs randomly. Yeah, unattended. just like, what? where in a hospital do you find loose light bulbs yeah. that are just available to be a safety throw? hazard. He could have stabbed himself with pencils. But no, he had to go find light bulbs. Pencils That's unrealistic. Been, yeah. Would have been Mercy more Station would totally have pencils or pens. Also, pencils would be more gruesome, I think. Just stab them right in your fucking eyeballs. Yeah, because I feel like if you hit yourself hard enough with a light bulb, it wouldn't... I don't think it would stab it. Yeah. Yeah, it would just crumble. Yeah. I don't know. And I think, like, yeah, it wouldn't go in your brain. Like, it would just, it would hurt pretty badly. Yeah. It would, you'd blind yourself, but he dies, doesn't he, or something? Yeah, I think so. We never see him again. We never see Dijon Mustard again. (laughs) And after the guy stabbed himself in the eyeballs, after the fact, he crumples to the ground, starts bleeding out, and then all of the nurses, you finally see all 50 employees that are on the floor (laughs) go, oh shit and go run after him oh no but it's like where have you been yeah are they all employed in the same shift <laughs> yeah. like i don't understand how they're all like you turn around from the camera and there's yeah. 50 people just all like standing there they're like oh yeah we should probably do our fucking jobs if you ever watch Grey's anatomy which i really don't but i you know i've seen episodes maybe they're all just like fucking each other i they're all they in the break not... fucking each other. Okay, I accidentally, like, watched, like, five episodes in a row. I accidentally... It was Oops. with Catherine, Catherine Heigl, and she was, mm. like, hooking up with some nerdy-looking dude. Um, but, like, I feel like the lady that plays Meredith has not aged well. No. She... she even when she was young, she didn't look good. But she looks sorry. like she, like... Yeah, sorry, guys, if you like Grey's Anatomy. I'm all down for medical dramas, but, like, she looks like she chain-fucking-smoked the last... Ever since she her, was born. Ever since she was born. Yeah, like, like her skin and lips are like, girl, old. you got them. You've you've had this this coin from Grey's Anatomy for a hundred seasons. You can afford yeah. good like <laughs> yeah. cosmetology or whatever. Like she could afford good chemical peels, right? And whatever. And everyone in the show is like, she's so hot. And maybe it's just like the confidence she exudes and who she is. Like she's like this like maybe she's legend really icon. She is like she's like this icon, this legend in the movie. Or in the show. So maybe it's just like the confidence they think is attractive, but like they're like, those male she's doctors so hot. are fucking hot. Yeah. McSteamy, like, McDreamy. Yeah, you have all those fucking guys. Like, and I'm sorry, you go into a hospital, they don't all look like that. I know some attractive nurses and, you know, doctors and stuff, but like, they I don't wanna all know look how like many that. have affairs. Probably a lot. If they're called in and have to sleep at the hospital because they're oh. like working overtime or they're on call, like, mm-hmm. well, look at fucking uh, Saul. Uh, what's his name? The doctor from Saul, Dr. Matthews, what the fuck's his name? That saws his own foot off. Oh. He had an affair. From Princess Bride. God. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Carrie Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Carrie Hughes, whatever his name is. Yeah, so he had an affair. I mean, that's obviously, you know, he's, that's a whole different thing. But, okay, so he, anyway. So, so are you saying all doctors become serial killers? <laughs> that or just, you know, 
cheaters. I'm just kidding. We're really stereotyping doctors here. Although and that's not what I'm trying to my do. My mom as a therapist has like talked about statistics like with like surgeons with mm-hmm. having a God complex. Like there's a fine line between a surgeon and a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Like both not all surgeons have this, but like having a God complex and playing with life and death and some use their skills to help people survive and some use their skills to help people die well there was a serial killer who was in medical school or he had medical training where he would kill his kill his victims and then like medic like very like medically um proficient would like cut their limbs off and they were copycat killers but the police knew it wasn't the actual like, guy this ain't no expert yeah because it was like the the lines weren't fine like, they were jagged wasn't that like how hannibal there was a killer on hannibal the tv show have you seen hannibal no not the tv show okay so like the killers on that show like it was really pretty if that sounds weird like mm-hmm. It was the cinematography of the murders was like really artistic, like Mm -hmm. visually. I'm like, I can appreciate that. Yeah. But it was like fucked up, but Mm -hmm. it was cool. Like one guy was killing people and making, he worked at like a um, music store or whatever. And he like made violins and he was like, he like would kill people and turn their vocal cords into violin strings and put like the neck of the violin down their throat and he was like oh. he would play their vocal cords oh my god and that's just one example of one of the killers on the show yeah okay that's on my list of things to watch i have a, i want to finish the marvel movies and then i need to watch the marvel shows and then hannibal is going to be next <laughs> okay so anyway back to the movie who who the fuck cares though <laughs> movie right anyway so eventually we go back to angela she's with her therapist and she's mocking her therapist. She's like, you're fucking a married man, and you're sucking his dick in the parking lot, and blah, blah. And then she comes, she's like lucid again. It's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And uh, she then talks in tongues, and the hospital like breaks out into this bar brawl where they're just like yeah, smashing it was like, chairs over each other's heads. It was and... like ASMR, and she was like whispering Aramaic. <laughs> Yeah, and like it zoomed into her lips. And then on the other side of the wall that she's whispering at, there's like a group session for like the people at the psychiatric ward. And then it literally looked like an MMA. Yeah. Or like WWE, like fight slash bar brawl because people like hitting each other over the head with chairs. Like Some guy smashes his own head into the chair. Somebody hangs himself. Yeah, how himself. did he break that chair? I feel like a lot of force. your head would smash before, like you, you broke would break. through the wood. Yeah, yeah, like these chairs are fucking solid. Yeah, I don't think my break, my skull could break. That. I don't think so either. I mean, it depends on the make of the chair, I guess, and like the wood. I don't Just know. Really if some shitty wood. Yeah, really then. shitty wood. Maybe it's like decaying wood. I don't know. But yeah, someone he, like, got thrown through breaks. the window. Someone got thrown through the window. Some guy hung himself with a camera cord. Like it was just like crazy a very chaotic like yeah. sequence and and then of course and where were all the fucking employees one one guy saw <laughs> it on the cameras he's like oh shoot let's go and he's sprinting for like 30 seconds like it's like that's kind of a long time to have to go somewhere also don't as, like, like employees have like intercom or walkie talkies mm-hmm. or like some type of like way of communication that he doesn't just need to sprint from like the other side of the hospital wouldn't he be yeah you would think like code red on the floor or whatever like (laughs) fucking bar fight i don't know like like wouldn't there be people like on hand for that Mm -hmm. unless they're like typically non-violent but if you're at a psychiatric facility you never know when someone's gonna i don't know let loose be a little crazy right 
Yeah, where are the fucking employees? Where are the nurses? Where are the security guards supervising these people? All, like, the psychiatric hospital and the, like, medical hospital, both of them need to be sued and shut down. Yeah, absolutely. Like, aside from all of this, like, aside from this girl being the Antichrist, like, focus on this hospital just, you know, be just shut down. So, um... Literally, like, 25 people died in that scene. Yeah, because there was no fucking staff. I mean, I don't blame it on the fucking Antichrist. I blame it on the staffing issues. Like, right. I get it. You might be, you know, short staff, but, like, dear God, have at least one security officer in there with a gun or something. Okay. Or a taser. Or, or taser, literally anything that would help. Okay, so it moves into, then, the exorcism scene where the priest is like, eat this Eucharist, and she spits it out. Yeah, he just... I, have you ever seen that in any type of... No. Yeah, like... In any exorcism that I've seen, which I've seen quite a bit between films yeah. and TV shows, he just keeps shoving the Eucharist, Eucharist like yeah. a cracker in her mouth. He's like, eat it, cleanse yourself. And she goes, and Yeah, she's like, out. keep spitting it out. And then he goes, well, you have an obstruction. And I thought that was metaphorical. Yeah. Like, oh, she's got a demon obstructing her soul. No, he fucking oh, meant there was... Physical obstruction in something her in her throat. So he sticks so mouth. he sticks his hand in her mouth and pulls out an egg. <laughs> but when he sticks his hand in there, I'm like, oh no, she's gonna bite me. He That's, goes, yeah. He goes, don't you yeah. do it? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, don't fucking do. They're staring at each other. He's like, don't fucking do it. Don't put my fucking hand off. But yeah, that would have been cool. If they like, she like bit his fucking fingers off. But no, instead he pulls out three eggs from her fucking throat. <laughs> For like another one. Another one, which made me think of. You said you'd never seen this movie, but Airplane, or that scene, I showed you it, but the scene where the woman on the plane is sick, and they just keep pulling eggs from her mouth. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. I'm like, why is this so goofy? But apparently it's a raven's egg, but it wasn't blue, and I looked it up, and raven's eggs are blue, so, so like, why yeah, wasn't it blue? Yeah, the suspended disbelief doesn't exist in this yeah. movie, because they fucked everything up. They should have done more research I would believe something. in an antichrist. That's believable, but yeah. not pulling eggs out of mouths. And- no. Bad fucking hospital yeah. staff. Like, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so eventually the priest has this fucking chain. This chain that he ties. This, he just pulls out this huge fucking chain link. And you're like, where the fuck did he get the chain? And so he chains her up. She ends up dislocating her arms. She jumps into the rafters. Which that... Uh, what is it? The... Ugh, like the scene where she was in the rafters and the silhouette, she it, you see like the sun kind of behind her and her silhouette. I thought that was the only good part of the movie. I was like, ooh, this is a good angle. It's- the whole exorcism scene, there are some like really dumb fucking scenes. Like her eyes. Yes. So she fish flops onto the bed, <laughs> like like with her like arms on her sides and like flops onto the bed. And then she goes, get out of here, run away. And then the bed spins in a complete circle like it's breakdancing. And she's facing her head towards it and she opens her eyes and her irises are all squiggly. You know, like, it was like a shape of a butterfly almost. And it's like, it was like the dumbest sequence ever. And I'm like, is this supposed to be scary? Why don't you just black out her eyes? That would be scarier. Yeah, they're like, oh no, squiggly iris. That yeah. sign of the Antichrist. Yeah, She's like, puking up fuck? eggs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, She's thirsty. <laughs> She's so thirsty. She's she being mean. She hates taxis. <laughs> the Antichrist. Don't even think about giving her flowers. <laughs> like, I don't understand where they got this. Like, The, the writer's like, oh, this is so fucking creative. Yeah. Like, 
I don't understand. I don't understand who or what or why. And who okayed it? Who funded this $8 million movie? How did they get funding for this? Why would the actors be like, yeah, I'm going to do this? That's so true. There's a lot of big name actors. Why did they sign up for that? Right. Did they just sign on? Like, ooh, Antichrist movie. Probably because exorcism movies are big. They make a lot of money. Like, they're big. Why did it need $8 million? I don't know. I, I, I. I literally have no idea. They had how. C- her CGI'd irises, and they had CGI'd <laughs> that fire. Was three million. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really need to CGI unless it was like no animals harmed in the movie, so they faked the birds. Yeah, I don't understand where the budget went. They need to rent out a whole hospital, install I... security cameras everywhere. Yeah, the camera probably. I don't know. Ugh. Fucking no, dude. I have no idea where the maybe the cake costs a lot of money. I don't know the bus scene, like breaks some windows. I don't know. I don't know where that budget they went. They did need but, to flip a taxi. I don't know how yeah. expensive taxi flipping is. Hey, yeah, they did run into another car too. So you know, I don't know. But so the priest eventually like strangles her with a rosary. He's like, oh my god, I killed her. Then she comes back to life and she's all pretty and her hair is all done and she looks great. She's not only like she dies, but her dad's like holding her body and then he goes. What? And her body disappears, <laughs> but her dress is still there. She's holding an empty dress. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess we're meant to believe like she teleported or her soul. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. And she comes back to life with a stigmata. with, But oh, they weren't yeah. in her hands. It was in her in wrist. In her wrist, yeah. Is that a sign of the Antichrist? I don't know. Who knows? But she stuck her finger in the holes. And she's, <laughs> she's like, like <laughs> fingering her arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? That just must be hurting yourself. She looked hot though. Like her yeah. hair was all like pristine and wavy. A nice little side part. Yeah. Got a nice little white dress on. Well, she looked great. I mean, definitely better than she did before. Yeah. So the Antichrist look is a good look for her. So she, the priest stabs her. Nothing happens. She stabs him. He dies, I think. She blows the house up. And uh, shoots everyone out of a vortex out of oh, the yeah. attic. They'll She's like floating. <laughs> But her hair is not flying. Again, suspended disbelief. If girlfriend's like shooting and using power, like there's gonna be some movement. Her hair was yeah. very still. Yeah, and she just looked she just looked great, which I don't believe. But she eventually goes to the hospital, and then it kind of switches to the news where it's like, oh my god, this blind man can see, and this paralyzed person can walk. Like she's healing people, but that's allegedly what the Antichrist does. Just like I said before, apparently for three and a half years, they develop this really like good reputation whatever and heal people and save and people a cult and following when people start worshiping them yeah yeah and they mimic they literally mimic christ so at the end of it i this is not a direct quote from the end of the movie but just kind of paraphrasing it so they they uh quote revelations and just to paraphrase it one will come and mimic, mimic christ we will worship him or her in this case it is the day we most fear and that's basically where it ends. Is her on the news. And they're like, how do you do it? And she's like, I just want to help people. And then she looks to camera like, wink. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know the truth. <laughs> she did a good, like, eyebrow raise throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. Like she her. had that good, like, little eyebrow twist. Okay. She so. does a good job, like, pretending like she's all innocent and stuff. Like, the actress mm-hmm. did good in that scene. Like, oh, I don't know. I just want to be helpful. Yeah, her acting was not bad. Like, the acting wasn't terrible from some of the people. The weird ASMR whispering in tongues, I thought was fucking weird. But that yeah. could also have been what the director wanted and mm-hmm. not what she wanted to do. Yeah. She's like, 
and her <laughs> yeah. lips were like sticking out really far. Yeah. It was so weird to me. Yeah, she was very like animated when she was whispering her Aramaic. She is not as good as the girl from Exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't think anyone Oh, absolutely would... not. I don't think anyone can match Jennifer You know Harper what? There. I don't think Olivia... What's her name? Taylor Dudley. Tano? Taylor. Taylor Dudley. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Olivia Dudley, but there's there's a hyphenated last name there. Yeah. I don't think she can dislocate her shoulder like that now. No, it was all so, CGI. So that was CGI. Yeah. Okay, so there was some budget in her arms dislocating and yeah. her sh- shoulder being all... Yeah, it that was, chain was, was probably cute. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> up with. It was enormous. Yeah. <laughs> he came up with this huge chain, like chain a fucking cattle up with. I'm like, the fuck? I guess the Antichrist is swole. Yeah, he's just like, mm. okay. So we'll move into what scared us, what didn't scare us. I literally was not scared one bit during this movie, were you? So, yeah, <laughs> no, I wasn't scared. But there was a scene that was pretty cool to me. So, like, they had the security camera in her bedroom mm-hmm. at the hospital which is unethical and a HIPAA violation. Yeah. But anyway, they also had a security camera in the baby ward, and Mm -hmm. they had her on camera at both times, sleeping in her bed while also trying to drown a baby. And that was kind of creepy, like, Mm Oculus-ish to me. Like, what are we seeing? It's psychological. Like, it's like something we're seeing isn't here, you know? So I thought that was kind of effective. Like, her, like spider crawling up on the rafters was pretty cool. Yeah. The rest of it was just all a little shite. I will say that the scene in the rafters was probably the only, it didn't, it wasn't scary, but I thought it was effective. Like when she jumped to the rafters and you have, like I said, the scene where it's just her silhouette and she's kind of like crouched like this. She looks like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, and she's looking down and they're looking up at her and you could just see her kind of like, like snarling. I thought that was effective. Like, I think it would be creepy in another setting or if it was like darker, excuse me, darker or something. I don't know. But so. So I kind of figured that, like, we wouldn't talk a lot about what scared us. So I did look up uh, the fear of demons is called, I don't know if it's pronounced, like, demonophobia, demonophobia. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Yeah, (laughs) demonophobia, basically. So let's just call it demonophobia is a fear of demons. And demons, they may represent, you know, nothing more than... Uh, same thing as God, I guess, like, in, it's all subjective, but may just represent nothing more than people's, like, attempt to make sense of unpredictable things, like, mm-hmm. make sense of noises in your house or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So. I'm um, not normally scared of that shit, but then when my husband's out of town and the dogs are barking at nothing. Yeah, crazy. you're like, oh, no, the demons are here. But it also made me think, like, not to go, like, too deep into this, like, trauma experience as a child, but, like. My dad, like, I used to think that maybe he was possessed by a demon. And that just, like, was my way of coping with it. Of rationalizing. Yeah, of rationalizing, like, oh, like, my dad, a dad wouldn't do this. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it was just, like, my way of rationalizing this abuse. So, anyway, um, it can also be obviously developed through watching movies, playing with a Ouija board, anything like ghost hunting. You can help (laughs) the, the... the demonophobia by going to therapy, which we should do anyway. Yeah, go to therapy or seek help in a nearby church for solace. Apparently, there is there are some. Doesn't that reinforce it though? Like you would think, like some kind of like hyper religiosity would reinforce the belief in demons because you're like, oh wait, this is exactly what I'm here for. Right? They're like, oh, it's okay. We'll pray it out of you. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I, I, I should talk to my pastor about that because I feel like if I went up and I was like, yo, Pastor T, 
I have a demon in me, he'd probably be like, you should go see a therapist. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, you don't. sure you don't. Yeah. Are, are you gassy today, or yeah. <laughs> what do you actually think? I think you're schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so lastly, we'll move into our little game. What would your strategy be? So in this case, you're faced with the Antichrist, whether you're the priest, you're the boyfriend, you're the dad. Okay, I'll be Pete. Okay. Bye. Bye. Leave? Yeah. Oh, Fuck okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she I'm sorry. She was violent. She made a man stab himself in the eyeballs with... Light bulbs. And he, she tried to kill a baby. Like, mm-hmm. And they were just dating. It's not like... And her dad hadn't met him before this, yeah. I don't think. So, like... They're newly in a relationship. Yeah. It's not like they're married and they've been together for 15 years and he's suddenly, someone's suddenly displaying like behavioral issues. This right. Is, he probably just overlooked some red flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're showing me all I need to see. Bye. I mean, if you're her dad, you're fucked. If yeah. you're the pastor, you're fucked. If you're her, you're the antichrist. It's not like you're <laughs> yeah. possessed. She literally was born that way. So mm-hmm. like there isn't really... Anything you could do. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. Well, honestly, but... <laughs> Well, I don't know if the Antichrist works this way, but maybe it would work in his favor because I guess, like, we're all fucked anyway, like, regardless of who you are, if it is the Antichrist, because the Antichrist is here, oh, shit, we're all fucked. But maybe Pete, if he stayed close to her, he'd be like, listen, I'll do what you say, I'll do what you want. Well, that's, like, Like, for survival, but he might end up in hell. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, to hang out with the Antichrist, that's true. Or just pray that you get raptured away. Yeah. And not to deal with the rest of the bullshit and revelations and fire and famine or whatever. Right. So I think no matter who I am... Okay, so Pete, that's a good thing to leave. So let's say I'm the dad. I can't leave. It's my daughter. I am the father of the Antichrist. I'd be so pissed if I raised someone to 27 years old and I thought they were a smart, well-adjusted, good human. They turned out to be the fucking Antichrist. Like, I waste a lot of fucking money on you. (laughs) Like... A lot of energy, time, and money on you, you fucking little bitch. Yeah, I would be. I would be so pissed. Yeah. Wow, I think like I would also be pissed if my kid ended up a serial killer. Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes you can't help that. Like, yeah. Just born that way. The chemicals in their brain, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like obviously people can help if they kill people or not, but yeah. you as a parent, like, can't control that. So I would probably try in any way, shape, or form kill the Antichrist. I don't know. I don't know how to kill the Antichrist. I'm going to Google it. Google. I Google it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to, to Google it. Kill. I swear to God, my my search history is so fucking weird. How to <laughs> kill the Antichrist. Hmm. Oh, okay. So apparently I need to get one of the seven sacred daggers of Tel Megiddo. But the guy had a dagger and he stabbed her and didn't do shit. Maybe that was one of them. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But there are a set of seven sacred knives and the only weapons that can kill the Antichrist. So Who made them? Like, wh- how do they know if it works? Oh, wait. How to defeat the Antichrist. On www.catholic.com. Before Christ. Blah, 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 blah. Tel Megiddo? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to look up what they look like. Oh, no. Get out of here. Oh. They look like a wrought iron fence. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they're freaking old. That would kill anybody yeah. <laughs> from freaking rust or tetanus, whatever. Okay, so apparently we can't kill the Antichrist. Christ will. <laughs> Christ will come down and slay the Antichrist. So I guess we just have to wait it out. Go, like, be a hermit. Yeah, I guess my... That is our build, move. Yeah. Build be, a bomb like, shelter. Yeah. 
yeah, so build a bomb shelter, try to hide as much as you can from the Antichrist. Just wait it out because then the Lord's going to come down and fucking slay him. So you don't have to worry so about a damn in, thing. What if you were like in your little tunnel, your little hidey hole, mm-hmm. and Jesus comes back, kills the Antichrist, and takes everyone. You're still in your oh, hole. Oh, and you're in your hole. Yeah. Oh, he you doesn't know be, you're like, in there. present and be like, what's up, Christ? Will you take me? Or like, does he know? And you're automatically like, shoop. He'd probably know. I mean, he'd probably know you're down there. Like, he knows all, allegedly, so he's omniscient. You just so. come out and you're alone. Yeah, you're like, oh, Christ. <laughs> Where is everybody? Yeah, like, Did you forget me? So, strategy is to build a bomb shelter and hide it and just wait it out. Yeah, that's literally the only option. <laughs> or die. Or die. Or kill yourself. So, either way. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about the movie? It wasn't good. I don't recommend it. No. Sad. Z- zero out of ten. We paid three dollars for it, and I'm mad. Yeah, I don't want to tell my husband that. I can't believe it. You, it, I, can't, I can't believe you have to pay for this movie. I feel like someone should have paid me to watch it. Yeah, it was bad. Someone should have paid us to I'm, fucking watch I'm it. I'm at least glad we didn't go see it in theaters. Like that would have been such a oh, disappointment. Oh, can you imagine paying twelve dollars? I probably would have. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'd been so fucking pissed. Like, I don't know. Okay, I do not. Okay, so we obviously do not recommend this movie. It, I mean, it's good. I mean, so, I had Olivia Taylor Dudley, mm-hmm. and she's cute. Yeah. I like her. I think, and we were talking before we started recording, but I think it's always good to kind of watch, like, B-rated horror movies as well, just to kind of... Yeah, if they're free on Netflix. Yeah, they're free. I don't want to pay Not money three for fucking shit. dollars, yeah. Three dollars and sixty cents. Oh my god, the Such extra a weird sixty amount. cents. Yeah. Um, yeah, usually it's like two ninety nine, But, no, I think, like, it's not worth the payment, um... I think it's a movie, though. The only good thing I would say about it is that there were good actors in it. Um, Also, it's not something that you have to be super committed to watching. So if you just want some background noise of a horror movie, this might be a good one. I wouldn't even classify it as horror, but you don't need to pay attention. Like, you can watch every, you know, every other five minutes and still know what's going on. Just Pretty much what we did. Yeah, literally. Like, we were kind of on our phones and talking. We talked about the whole movie, like, snacking and stuff. So... I don't know, but no, I would not recommend, but I think it was good that we kind of threw that into the mix. I mean, just whatever. Um, Okay, so next week we'll be watching, to end off our exorcism series, The Exorcist, and I actually bought the book, The Exorcist. So I will be reading that. I fucking forget. Blakely, I think is the How many pages is it? Um, I don't know. I haven't opened the package yet. Um, let me see. It's in this, it was written in the 70s, obviously, except when the movie came out. Uh, William Peter Blatty. Blatty, Blatty. So, 340 pages. Oh, that's not bad. So, I am pretty excited. So, also, is the Exorcist book better than the movie? The book, it says. But, I mean, that, everyone says that. So, I'm excited to read the books. I've seen the movie plenty of times, but I'm excited to read the book. So, The Exorcist is up next. We'll be comparing the book to the movie. Maybe some more fun facts about exorcism. Who knows? It's just fun to research exorcisms. Like, you find, yes, I if, find so much If you're stuff. in need of an exorcism, don't... Ha- I, I don't know. Like, it's not normal for people to have eggs coming out of their mouth. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. standard. Don't feed I them the Eucharist. But also, if you're really thirsty... Just, you know, you might not be possessed. You might not be the Antichrist. You might just be actually thirsty. You might have just had too much salt today. Okay, well, if we don't have anything else, then that's it. We are Screams and Queens, and we will see you next week, folks. Bye.